Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of my new podcast, Sleepover Party. I've been so excited to do this for a while now because I feel like in my YouTube, I have found it hard. I've had a bit of a tough start to the year and I've really noticed that I've started to kind of disconnect. I feel like my channel used to be about doing my makeup and telling stories and I just have I have so much I want to talk about that's the thing this is why I really was like how am I going to sit down with you guys and just blabber so I was like oh what better way than a podcast so yeah I'm definitely going to get back into doing that on YouTube but I feel like I'm just in such a better headspace now and I'm so excited to talk with you guys and just gossip you know that's what sleepover parties are all about and the reason why this is a little sleepover party is because when I was growing up, one of the main things that like instilled like girlhood into my life was sleepovers. Like I, nothing about my childhood was better than sleepovers. And I get really sad when I meet people and they're like, I've never had a sleepover. So if you haven't had a sleepover, this is for you. And if you have had a sleepover, this is for you. Like there is no more fun than a sleepover. I remember when I was younger, one of the first ever sleepovers I had, it was a school sleepover. And it was so exciting because it was boys and girls. And like, we were all in like sections. It was like the grade five, six. So it was like the end of primary school, which I think is in America. What do you call that? It's like, they have preschool, middle school, maybe middle school. I don't know. Just grade five. So I was probably like 11. And I remember that was probably the sleepover that is the most crazy in my brain because we did everything. We played games and we were just telling stories. And I remember in other sleepovers, not the school one, but we do shit like go on Omegle <laughs> and like download those like truth or dare apps, naughty version. Like, oh my God, I just cringe thinking about it, but it was like so fun. So I like, I miss sleepovers so we're gonna have a sleepover tonight and we're gonna get into fun this is all about fun and what better way to start a sleepover than to talk about friends because that's who you have sleepovers with and I feel like the topic of friendships is very interesting because everyone has friends I'm just gonna have a little bit of popcorn first because it's it's sitting here in my lap I'm so hungry <laughs> ASMR Mm. Mm. but yeah we're gonna get straight into talking about friendships because everyone has friends in life no matter who you are everyone has a friend of some sort whether it's family whether it's a pet I don't know everyone has friends and I remember I'm not even kidding every single friend that I've ever had like I can tell you when I was probably three years old in kindergarten and I had these two best friends these, these were like my first friends out of like family you know cousins and stuff and this was my first ever friendship loss what ended up happening is my two friends their names were Bethany and Maya still remember them hey girls um one of them moved to Denmark and one of them moved to like the country like far away and I remember crying to my mom and being so upset and being like I'll never I'll never find friends again. Like, these were my two best friends and they're gone. And I remember for years, I was devastated about losing Bethany and Maya. And I guess in life, you learn to, like, move on from that. And I feel like a huge part of having friendships is 
learning loss and also gaining knowledge. I actually wanted to talk about friendship first because it's probably the biggest learning stepping stone in my life personally. And from such a young age, I can recall the lessons that I've learned in friendships and the losses that I've had and the friendships that I've gained. So in Australia, in primary school, you kind of get to choose who your friends are in your class in a way. If you have like a best friend and you're changing classes the next year, obviously you can write down who you want to be in your class for the next year. And I remember each year I was so freaking scared because I'm like, oh my God, I don't wanna lose my best friend. I'm gonna have no one in my class and I'm gonna be left alone and they're gonna backstab me. Like what happens if I write down my friend on my list but they don't write me down, I'm gonna be ditched. And so every year, that was probably the most scariest things. And some years you would get paired up with your friends and you'd be in a class with them. And then some years you wouldn't. And it was like, you're losing a friend in a way, but you're not doing it on purpose. It's not like a fight. It's not like a falling out. It's it's from distance. It's from making new friends. And I don't know if this was just me, but I used to always say to my mom, this bitch is going to be at my wedding. She's going to be my maid of honor. These girls are all going to be my bridesmaids and that's how it's going to be. And my mom was always like, honey, you're so young. Stuff's going to change. And I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that I wouldn't be friends with these people. And it's not that I'm not friends with them because I hate them and because they're bitches. Like, no, I'm not friends with them because naturally in life, you drift from people and that is like such a hard and tough lesson to learn and I honestly feel like sometimes the friendships that you lose due to drifting are the ones that you long for and miss the most because it's like you didn't lose them for them being a bitch you know what I mean you lost them because of nothing it's such a universal experience to look back and it's it's not a sad thing it's it's a happy thing because they're happy memories, you know what I mean? I also wanted to talk about how personally I'm an only child and how that has affected me in my friendships. And I feel like, I, I don't even know. I feel like it's affected me quite a bit because obviously I don't have siblings and I've never been very comfortable in group settings. Even to this age, I, oh my God, I hate being in groups. I hate it. Like anxiety. I feel like when I'm one-on-one with someone, like you guys, like being on camera, when I'm one-on-one, I don't shut the hell up. Like I get crazy. I get wild. I'm just my true self, but I've always really struggled in groups and I've, I've wondered whether or not that's an only child thing because I feel like I'm really good at entertaining myself. I always say I'm never afraid to be alone. I always know what I'm doing when I'm by myself because I've always kind of been by myself in that sense. I know how to, I was just going to say, I know how to play with myself, but that sounds, sounds a bit crazy. But yeah, I just know how to entertain myself. And in groups, I just, I shut down and I, I feel like I can't get my words across. And even when I try, I, I feel like I, I go in my head too much about it. And I think, oh, should I butt in now? Should I say this now? If I say this, they're going to think I'm weird. You know what I mean? Because it's not one person judging you. It's like 15 or however many people. So I have always been really cautious 
in groups and I've actually never had a strong group friendship apart from one and I'm still friends with them now but that didn't that wasn't a very big group it was a small group throughout high school and we were always in class together and even when we drifted because we changed classes or we moved to different paths in life we still managed to keep that connection every so often and meet up you know and some of them are closer than I am with them now which is fine because that's life but they're the only group that I have ever felt comfortable in and I don't know I don't know what it was about them I think that they each had qualities of a single friend that I would look for and a huge thing in friendship whether it's in a group or whether it's two individuals is respect and that's obviously not something you think about a lot growing up like how much does my friend respect me and here's the thing so obviously in a one-on-one friendship in my mind it's like oh it's more equal there's two of us there's no hierarchy like there isn't a group there's no bitchiness there's no jealousy but sometimes you have to take a step out and look at the relationship from an outside perspective because like a bff is definitely very similar to having a romantic relationship so yeah i actually had this one kind of issue in one of my friendships where she kept on backstabbing me this was when i was younger and i kept on going to my mom and being like why is she doing this like what am i doing wrong and my mom would be like it's jealousy and i'm like it's not jealousy she's not jealous of me i'm not jealous of her what does she have to be jealous about me in my mind this girl had everything she had two parents that were together she had more friends than me she had siblings she was beautiful she had a mansion she had pets she had toys she had absolutely everything and still to this day i don't know whether or not it was jealousy but that's what my mom told me and it's definitely something to look out for because it's it's hard to spot because people will do crazy things out of spite and sometimes you sit there and you think how can they be jealous of me because as an individual you know yourself and you know your flaws but people don't look at you like that and also that has actually helped me with my insecurities in life because I am such an anxious person I don't want to delve too much into anxiety today because I could go on and on about my anxiety but knowing how I view other people and how personally (laughs) I don't really scrutinize or pick on things if you get me I kind of think that they don't do that to me when you meet someone new you kind of look at them at face value and you look at their positive things that has helped me with my anxiety with meeting new people even though I do struggle quite a lot I just know that there is no reason to be insecure about yourself keep in mind this girl that I was talking about before she was the most self-secure confident person ever and I I'm going to talk about my first important friendship breakup this was the hardest breakup I have ever been through today worse than a freaking boyfriend breakup friendship breakups oh my god they are so hard and I'm going to teach you guys how to get through them when to leave a friend you know all of that jazz but basically I was friends with this girl my whole life and we ended up falling out and I can look back and be like yeah I made mistakes she made mistakes too we both made mistakes but it just tore me to pieces and it kind of ended very abruptly 
and it wasn't really a massive falling out fight. It was kind of like a, a little bit of a fight and then a ghosting situation. And then we just never spoke again. And I really dwelled on this friendship for ages and it was really hard because I had also at the time never gone through a boyfriend breakup of any kind that was crazy. You know, you get what I mean? I remember just being so broken and looking back, this is gonna sound harsh, but looking back, we were meant to stop being friends because I would not be where I am now without losing her. I don't think she would be obviously where she is now without losing me. You have to lose people in life to get to where you are. And I know at the time, it seems like it is the end of the world and it seems like you will never find anyone else. And you know what? I haven't found anyone else like her and she probably hasn't found anyone else like me, but it's okay because we've both found other people. I can look back on that friendship and be like, wow, it taught me the most valuable lessons in life, what to look for and what not to look for in a friendship. And you know, there's no hate or any kind of feeling in my heart because when you love someone, you love them forever. Like whoever it is, however you fall out, you know what I mean? And yeah, I hope she's doing well. But anyways, let's talk about what to look for in a friendship. So obviously, loyalty. This can be as simple as keeping your freaking secrets. Oh my god, the amount of times I would tell my friends a freaking secret and it would get spread, it's not even funny. If someone spreads a secret, that's a telling tale sign that they are not a friend. <laughs> Another one is honesty. This kind of goes hand in hand with loyalty. I remember there was a girl at my school I wasn't friends with her, thank God. But she would lie about everything. She lied about being sick. I'm not gonna go into details because it's really fucked up. Really fucked up. Actually, I am. She lied about having cancer in year eight and she didn't. People will lie. And that is that is the craziest thing to me because I can't fathom lying about such a thing like that because you're obviously gonna get caught out. So if you notice someone is lying and not being honest about things like that, even more simple things like lying about what they have to try and sound cooler. That's that's the least cool thing you can do. And I knew a lot of people that would do that. I don't think it makes them a bad person. I just think it shows insecurity and usually insecurity leads to things like jealousy. I literally have popcorn stuck in my tooth right now and I can't get it out. So that's very annoying for me. But another trait to look for in a friend is that they are forgiving. Everyone makes mistakes. Every single person makes mistakes. The tooth fairy makes mistakes. Sometimes she doesn't leave a freaking penny under the pillow. You know what I mean? So everyone makes mistakes and it's so important to find a friend that's willing to talk through your problems and let you know what you've done wrong because, oh my God, one thing that is the, actually, this is the most important thing ever in a friendship is to realize when you yourself are wrong and that is something that I have definitely had to learn myself and I can look back and be like shit I should have changed how I went about things because I didn't realize how I was wrong and I was stubborn and that's the Capricorn in me I hate to admit that but that's not just in friendship that is in life it is so important all in all to realize when you're wrong and look at the situation from a third person's view and that will really help you into whether or not you are wrong. And that is the strongest thing you can actually do as an individual is to admit that you are wrong. And you know, some things are not forgivable and that is completely understanding, but I always think it is important to talk about things. Another trait is to be generous 
I feel like a friendship is sharing is caring, you know what I mean? If you're sharing or leasing or lending or giving something to someone, if you're the friend that is receiving, make sure to give it back. And to be honest, if you ruin anything, oh my God, if you like ruin something of your friends, that's what I'm saying before, be honest. And it also ties into the respect thing. When you're sharing something with someone, you have to respect their thing. Another trait that I like to look for in a friendship is encouragement. A true friend will encourage you to do what is best for you and to also help you steer clear of things that aren't good for you. You need to look for a friend that encourages you to do things that are positive, to push you to be a better person. You know, you should go do that swimming race on the weekend because you'll win and you're a great swimmer. You know what I mean? <laughs> and obviously the most important thing in every relationship is love. You cannot forget that in a friendship, there is also love, like in a relationship. I don't know why I said it like that, but there's always love. Love is what makes a friend a best friend. So yeah, they are the things to look for. And if your friend isn't taking off majority of those things, then there's something questionable about that because a friend should never ever bring you down. A friend should never ever talk behind your back, backstab you, lie. That really puts you into a toxic situation and honestly, it's really hard to get out of a friendship. So this is how you get out of a friendship if you're feeling stuck. You are in your most vulnerable state when you lose a friend because it's like, who do you have to fall back on? What will I do? I'm going to look like a loner. I am going to be a loner. I'm going to have no one to talk to. I'm going to miss this person, but also they're not right for me. So what should I actually do, you know? And that's why I think it's really hard to let go of a friendship that is toxic when you don't have anyone. What I like to do when I lose a friend is it's kind of like a breakup, but sometimes a little bit more intense. You just have to keep on stating in your mind, why aren't you friends? What I've learned in life is every single situation where I have thought it is the end of the world, it's always worked out for the better and I've always ended up happier. I couldn't be more grateful for those lessons because now I am comfortable and I am secure within myself to be alone. So things that you can do include starting a sport. <laughs> this does not apply to me because I don't like sports, not at all. But if you're into sport, just start a new sport because that's a great way to make new friends. Even get a new job if you're outside of school and you don't want to do sports. Work at a freaking new store. You're always going to make friends doing a job. Apart from me, I worked in a fish and chip shop and I was the only young person working in the store. But I used to do makeup and I would meet girls every day and it was so much fun. I got to speak to people and a lot of the girls I would like chat with afterwards for a little while. People always want to make friends. So don't feel insecure and don't feel crazy. Don't feel like you're being too much onto a new person. You know what I mean? Because 99% of the time they're going to love it. They're going to want to talk to you. And I honestly feel like it's actually quite embarrassing sometimes to go to your parents and be like, hey, I'm going through this. I need help. Can I have advice? But you have to think back to that situation where your mom was like, look, honey, your friends aren't going to be at your wedding. <laughs> They're probably not going to be your bridesmaid. And I know at the time it's so hard to be like, yeah, you're right. But you have to remember your parents have been through it all before. And 
good on you if you are still best friends with your childhood best friend. That is amazing. But I feel like everyone always has multiple friends and multiple lessons. So it is always good to take the advice from your parents because they've been through it. They know it inside and out. And all in all, I just want to say I'm super grateful for every single friend that I've ever had. And I am so proud of myself to sit here and say I hate no one. I feel very secure in myself currently and I know that every friendship that I've ever had has ended for a reason. Okay, Prada has just come onto the bed and he is trying to eat my popcorn. I am so... Stop, Prada. I am so grateful for every friend that I've ever had, whether or not we're friends or not, because every single person in life, whether it's a friend or a boyfriend or a little kitty cat, they all teach you lessons. I wouldn't be me without anyone that I've ever met, if you get what I'm saying, but I have a little story. It's not my story. I was sent this story, an anonymous story, and I'm going to read it out and give my opinion, give my advice, give my two takes on it. So let's open the sleepover book. I had a best friend of 10 plus years, granted we hadn't caught up or spoken in a few months, who recently started dating my abusive ex, who she had actually helped me leave two to three years prior to herself dating him. She had even witnessed his abuse firsthand. Anyways, I'm on Instagram one day and I find out about them because she's posting all these photos of him and her together like, he makes me so happy. And get yourself a guy who looks at you like this. You mean, look at you with Ted Bundy eyes like he's gonna murder you in your sleep? No thanks, I'm good girlfriend. Oh my god, imagine finding out your best friend and ex-boyfriend are dating on Instagram. That's hard. Anyways, it's blatantly obvious that she's posting these photos knowing that I'll see them in hopes that I'd get upset and start a fight or something. I don't know what she actually expects, but like, she can have him. How unhappy you must be to date someone you hate out of spite. I'm just glad it's not me anymore and I hope they're only fucking up each other's lives from now on. That's wild. Okay, I I actually had something similar happen to me. My ex-friend became friends with my ex-boyfriend. And my friend tried to protect me, actually convinced me to break up with my boyfriend. It's just very clear, as the girl said in her story, when envy is involved, it's very obvious to see when people are trying to do things to hurt you out of spite. And the best thing to do is not react because... They're not in your life anymore. It doesn't matter. They're clearly the lower person from doing such a thing to hurt you. Let me read it one more time. How unhappy you must be to date someone you hate out of spite. It's just so obvious. Protect your peace, people. Be happy within yourself and don't do things out of envy. The best thing you can do in these situations is not do anything at all. That was a juicy freaking story. And if you're in that situation... I'm sorry. That is that is so so difficult to have to see that, but it's actually kind of amusing because why are they doing that? <laughs> like what are they doing? What who are they trying to fool? You know, that's rough, but clearly the girl who sent in that story is doing a lot better than her ex-friend and her ex-boyfriend because they have just pulled themselves down together, you know? So kudos to her for staying strong. But yeah, moving on, the last thing that we will be doing tonight before we go to bed. Oh, should we pull an all-nighter? Maybe. I kind of want to pull an all-nighter. But anyways, it's time to play 
spin the bottle. Okay, so I have my board here. It says spin the bottle and I'm gonna read out the options that I could land on. So first we have, what would you rather? Then we have spill the tea. Next is never have I ever. Then we have prank call. And next we have ask me anything. <laughs> then truth or dare, kiss, marry, kill. And lastly, embarrassing story. So I'm going to spin my bottle and we will see what I land on. Okay. Spin, spin, spin. It landed on ask me anything. So my boyfriend has pre-prepared cards with questions on them. So he's going to get the ask me anything question. Thank you. Okay. Ask me anything. Do you believe straight guys and girls can be friends and never have feelings involved? Oh, you know, I would, I would love to think that that is the case. Men are crazy creatures and they just think differently to women. There are different intentions and that, that's not a bad thing. But personally, unless I was like a, a literal child, I have never had a guy friend where they haven't wanted to be something more. It's so sad because I had a friend and I freaking loved him as a best friend. He was so much fun and I thought of him as a best friend. Came to find out he had a little crush on me and that made me very sad because that friendship could not be a friendship anymore. I think there are rare cases where men and women can be platonic friends. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's hard, especially because sometimes even if they are just friends, I think when they get partners, partners can get jealous because it is hard to think of a male and a woman being just friends. That might sound so closed-minded, but guys crush on anything and anyone. <laughs> but to be honest, for me personally, I've never had a straight guy best friend that has lasted as a best friend. I've had so many gay best friends that are guys and they're the best okay prada is going crazy you need to go go to sleep go under the blankie he likes going under the blankie oh no he's in a mood to play he's just running around and he's tearing up the curtains but yeah that is the answer to my ask me anything and i hope that you guys really like this first episode i'm just getting the hang of things i'm just getting used to it but i had so much fun talking with you guys and just blabbering on and doing what I do best just talking nonsense but yeah if you guys have any crazy stories of any topic make sure to send them to my sleepover party instagram account or you could email me at sleepoverparty with two wires at gmail.com and yeah I had so much fun you guys I'm so excited to talk about everything in life I am like I want to keep talking because I could just go on but yeah we'll have to wait till next Friday night because I'm tired it's time for bed sir I hope you enjoyed this sleepover and I'll see you next week. Good night.